There's a Kia. Love is an action. Emotions are reactions. How many people love you? Who stands against the rain of your inadequacies and doesn't shame the cold? Who shivers with you? Love is an action. Relationships, a transaction. How many people invest in you? Who puts their actions where their words is and responds to emotional bids? Who bets on you? Love is an action. Discontent, a retraction. Who admires the beauty of you today and still encourages your future color array? Who sees you? Love is an action. Betrayal, an abstraction. Who knows that you're even more than their ideas and cherish being in the position to care? Who honors you? Love is an action. Written in your love language, it's redaction. Who understands words unspoken? Becomes the voice in your head when you're broken. Who hears you? Love is an action. Two parts of one whole, a fraction. Who doesn't require you to subtract from your light so that they can shine bright? Who pours into you? Love is an action. Lack an honor and exaction. Who extorts your circumstances for gain versus who helps you heal from pain? Who covers you? Dear Zakia, love is an action. Salams, it's your girl Zakia, and you are now inside the mind of your favorite healing Muslima. Inshallah, everyone is staying safe in the streets and doing whatever you can to boost your immune system and stay healthy. Okay, now if you are new to Tears and Flowers, just let me start out a little bit by telling you a little bit of my background story and then I'll jump right into things. Okay, so I am 42, soon to be 43, inshallah, in a couple months. And I am the mother of four. I have two adult children and two younger ones. Okay, and I think I'd say I've been through a thing or two, including having some parents that were, you know, addicted to drugs when I was young and a couple of abusive marriages. Okay, not one, but two. And um, I've made it my mission to heal from all of the trauma of childhood uh, relationship-wise, all of that, and try to help anyone else traveling on that road of healing, inshallah. That's my greatest wish, if it'll help at least one person by me being able to express some of these things that I've gone through in the ways that I am trying to heal. My mission will have been accomplished as far as I'm concerned. So it's been a long journey, and there's nothing like an evaluation um, to let you know just how much further you have to go when it comes to this healing journey. And in my case, I'm talking about a psyche evaluation. So I recently had one done and after my initial emotional reaction to reading it, and when I say emotional, I kind of like <laughs> broke down like, oh no, I'm, I'm not doing as good as I thought. It was, it was a whole thing. I had to take um, at least a day to try to think it over and, you know, come back to it, okay? 
But, you know, after my initial reaction, I realized that most of the things that was written in there um, were the same things that I myself had thought before. And those same things that were in there had been things that I realized when I was evaluating myself honestly and deeply. And of course, there was no definitive evaluation as far as the results, because, you know, you only spend a couple of hours with somebody and they don't have complete context of your life um, or the total impact that certain events have had or nor have they witnessed anything that you're talking about. They can only sit and listen and use their training to try to figure out, you know, what some of your issues might be or where some of your issues might be at. But it can help to confirm what you already think or know to be true about yourself. And it can help you to acknowledge all the process that you've made, the progress that you've made and um, give you a strong start in place for the next stretch of the journey because it is a journey. So now after, you know, really taking the time to go through that evaluation, I understand that it's really time for some deliberate shadow work, some intentional shadow work. And, you know, I need to prepare myself not to run away from the uncomfortable and painful feelings, just like I was talking about in the last episode, but actually examine them. So um, to examine them fully, I need to remind myself of some things first, because it's easier to start thinking about, you know, your flaws or in the ways that you feel like you're failing and kind of spiral downward. So one of the things I was thinking about that I have to remember is that trauma responses are instinctual and involuntary. I have to stop blaming myself for my body reacting when I'm in certain situations. The second one is we are more adept at recognizing fight or flight mode, but we forget about freezing like dissociation we forget about that so um we have to remember that that is some people are going to have a reaction to your dissociation if they recognize that you're not being present in the moment and the third thing was our vagus nerves have two pathways okay one is for social activation and um that puts you in engagement mode and it shuts off on and off fast. And, you know, it has a sheet of layer in it that allows it to shut off fast and to turn off fast. And that allows you to, you know, if you have to run in a situation or whatever, it gives you that boost of adrenaline for you to run. And then, you know, once the danger is passed, it shuts off and you go back to regular. The second pathway um, is more primitive and it makes it less reactive and slower to shut off. And this is when you are in dissociation mode. And because those nerve pathways are, um, doesn't have that layer of fat, it makes it almost impossible to recover quickly once you've entered into that mode. Okay, so that's another thing that I have to keep reminding myself and not blame myself for when I'm having these anxiety or panic attacks, okay? Um, The fourth thing was our nervous system is a feedback loop, which means that we mirror the automatic state of those around us. And that's called co-regulation. Okay, so co-regulation is established 
in childhood, right? And if I remind myself of these things, I can lessen the time I take fighting, having to face myself head on without judgment and shame and push forward to change and healing. That will alleviate a lot of the moments I spend just feeling guilty because I'm not doing a certain thing or because my body is still reacting to certain things. It'll just help me to lessen that more and more until it's not um, prevalent or it's not even something that takes me more than a moment or two to get past. So in order for me to do that, I want to assess my nervous system dysregulation on a regular basis. I have to be more consistent in that. And um, nervous system dysregulation, that is a term that um, is used to describe symptoms that come from repeated activation or extended periods of stress. So if you are in a toxic situation for an extended amount of time, naturally your nervous system is become, it's going to become used to that dysregulation and it's going to become a norm for your body. So some of those, when that's a norm for your body, you'll have like lots of anxiety, you'll get overwhelmed quickly, you can shut down, you can have trouble sleeping, you can have stomach issues, um, be jumpy, or you can be tired a lot, have chronic pain, a lot of things like that. So I want to spend at least a week or two really witnessing myself and writing down any time I experience any symptoms of my nervous system having a reaction. And hopefully I can stay consistent with that too. But each time I write a symptom, I want to practice restoring balance to my nervous system by breathing, doing a visual meditation, or spending at least a minute witnessing nature. Nature has a beautiful way of calming anybody when they are stressed out. If you love nature, that's one of the best things to do. So I also want to be more aware of the information I'm consuming and how it affects my nervous system. Go on social media, constantly scrolling, and you see, you know, post after post of something dramatic, something traumatic, something that's going on. It becomes to be too much, and sometimes you just need to take a break from that. So that means disconnecting from media that makes you feel anxious and tuning into things that restore and replenish the peace and calm in your body. So another thing I started doing was journaling so that, um, you know, and I want to journal more positive things so that I can remember all of the positive things that are going on in my life instead of ruminating on the problems or issues that I have going on at the moment. So um, I'm going to leave you with this prompt from how to do the work and It's just like a daily promise that you can give to yourself. You can start it. You can use it to help you start journaling. Um, It's really good to make a daily promise to yourself because it'll get you in the habit of showing up for yourself and make it something small so that you are not um, overwhelming yourself with too much and feeling like you can't do it. So um, it starts out the prompt for the journal Um, entry is today I am practicing dot 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 fill that out 
Then the next one is, I am grateful for dot, dot, dot. The next one is, today I am dot, dot, dot. Um, the next one is, change in this area allows me to feel dot, dot, dot. And then um, the last one is, today I am practicing when dot, dot, dot. Okay, so I recommend that everybody try it at least for a week and see how it helps. I tried it for a week and honestly, even my children were amazed at the amount of uh, calm and more patience that I had. And I was just in an overall better mood. So, um, and it's a good way to go back and reflect and and release and just, um, you know, get back in tune with that positive energy that uh, you need to encourage you to keep on going. So, you know, guys, I hope that helps with your healing journey it is helping me so much i'm trying to not overwhelm myself so much and just take it one day at a time make smaller to-do lists and even put those things in a uh, order of priority so that i am not overwhelming myself because i don't want this healing journey to become you know my all end all be all to where that's all I'm focusing on. I want to still be able to enjoy life. So, you know, just trying to make my load a little bit lighter as I can. And um, hopefully keeping to these daily promises. Let me know if you try them and if they work for you. Um, I'm going to keep going. I did it for a week and it worked great. And then I kind of slacked off because I thought, oh, wow, I'm feeling so great. And then I kind of like my mood went back down. So, I'm going to try to um, maybe try two weeks this time. I don't want to give myself too far of a um, goal line because I'm working on consistency and small steps, um, you know, make progress better than trying to make these big leaps and then um, falling short and then, you know, beating myself up because I haven't done it. So with that, you guys. Until next time, keep healing. Peace.